Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is sponsored by the Pimp Your Content Playbook. The Pimp Your Content Playbook helps you create, remix, and repurpose your content in less time. Use these plug-and-play templates to streamline your content creation process, get more mileage out of the content you're already creating, eliminate overwhelm, and fill your social media queue. To grab your copy of the Pimp Your Content Playbook, visit pimpyourcontent.com. This is episode 27. For more information or for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash 27. Hey guys, welcome to part four of the Better Content Creation Series. So this is the final episode. And so far, we've discussed the anatomy of great content, how to brainstorm content ideas, and two ways to streamline your content creation. So I want to wrap this up by talking about seven ways that you can repurpose and remix your content. Because by now you should have your content ideas and you may be even creating them with a bit more ease, but you've probably realized that you're doing a lot of work for little return. And if you're starting out, this could be especially true. And that's both frustrating and defeating. And this is why repurposing content is so crucial. If you spend all of your time on the content creation hamster wheel, you never have time to work on growth or revenue generating activities. And that kind of sucks. And it's a bummer because you're in business and you want to grow and you want to make money. So you need to learn how to repurpose and remix your content so that you can spend less time creating new content and more time doing other activities for your business. So let's just jump in. So why should you even repurpose your content? As I just said, you want to get off of that content creation hamster wheel, but there's other important reasons. One of them being that most people don't even get a chance to see your content because social media moves so quickly. Think about Twitter. The rates of tweets happening per minute on Twitter is ridiculous. If you tweet an article one time, so you just one time you're sharing that article, it quickly gets lost in the Twitterverse. And that's true of any content that goes in most social media platforms. Most of these platforms are no longer chronological and the, the streams are moving so fast that people are missing out on the opportunity to even consume our content. And then you also have to think about the fact that everyone has their preferences on how they like to consume content and where they like to hang out online. So again, we are already in a space where people can't see it and then they may not even be hanging out on that space to begin with. Repurposing gives your content the chance to get more mileage out of it by getting it in front of new eyes. Your audience is not following you on every single one of your platforms. So chances are, if you're only sharing new content in one place, you are missing out on a huge chunk of your audience. Repurposing also allows you to create one really large epic piece of content and then remix it to fit a variety of platforms. So think about sharing your content to Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and on YouTube and name a social media site because there's opportunity for you to share your content if you remix it and break it down so that it fits that platform. 
So if you throw that in with a healthy dose of content resharing, you have a solid plan for filling your social media queue without needing to create a bunch of new content from scratch. So if you've ever thought, oh, what am I going to put in my Hootsuite or my Buffer or whatever social media scheduler that you're using, you can put in more of your own content. You just need to repurpose it to fit that platform. So here are seven ways that you can repurpose and remix one piece of content and turn it into several pieces of content. But I want to point out something first. Throughout this series, I've been talking about blogging quite a bit because most people start out as bloggers, but you can still use these tips even if you're not a blogger. Your starting point may be video or podcast, but you can turn those things into a blog post and then try out some of these other ways to repurpose your content. Number one, podcast. So if you have basic recording equipment, you can turn a blog post into a podcast. And it's as simple as turning on your recorder and reading your blog post. I do this quite a bit um, for blog posts that have done really well on my site. I have turned those into mini sods and I've just used the actual blog post as the script for the podcast episode. And I actually do this quite a bit for mini sods, even ones that were not originally on the blog post. Because the way that I write the show notes for a mini-sode, it ends up looking like a full blog post anyway. So I just write those show notes the way that I want to say them, and then I read it to you. And hopefully, you can't tell. And if you can, shh. Um, alternatively, if you have a video, you can strip the audio from that video and upload that into a podcast. So either way, if you start written or if you already start with video content, you can turn both of those into podcast episodes. Number two, YouTube video. So you can turn a podcast or a blog post into a YouTube video. All you got to do is summarize three to five of the main points and make that into a video. Then you can embed the video from into your original blog post or your podcast episode. This gives your audience another way to consume your content. So if there are people who prefer to watch a quick video versus reading, then that option is available to them right on your own website in the original post. Number three, use your previous content as a topic for a live stream. Live streaming is hot right now from Instagram to YouTube to Facebook, Periscope. There are no shortages of live streaming platforms available to us right now. So you can turn your blog posts, videos, or podcasts into live streams. So just take your points Explain them, throw in a few examples, and then connect live with your audience. And while you're on a live stream, you can ask, you can have people do Q&A, you can get feedback. It just is a really nice way for you to connect with people on a topic that you already feel comfortable on because you've already covered it in another form. Number four, share it in your newsletter. And this is a strategy that is really underutilized. I don't even do a really good job with this, but I'm trying to get better. And that is sharing the content that you're putting out somewhere with your email subscribers. A lot of times we just assume that people are seeing the content that we're creating. But the reality is you're busy, your audience is busy. So they may not be checking your blog every single week to see if you made a post or your YouTube channel to see if you put a new video up. So you can help them along by sharing that content in a newsletter. For written content and even for a video, Write a compelling introduction and include a call to action for that person to visit the full post on your website. 
So this is just a good way to make sure that your email subscribers are one, hearing from you on a regular basis, but two, also finding out that you have new content available for them. Number five, infographics. And I love infographics because they're a great way to summarize something visually. And they do really, really well on Pinterest. So with the infographic, you can pair the steps of your main post or your your YouTube or your podcast and pair them up with colorful, cute icons and a quick one sentence summary and then embed it into the bottom of your blog post or at the bottom of your podcast show notes. Go ahead and pin them to a couple of your boards on Pinterest because they stand out in the Pinterest feed a lot more than most of the photos on Pinterest. So they catch people's eye and people repin them. And you might be thinking, well, uh, if I share all the points to the post, nobody's going to click through to the regular post. And that's not true because your infographic is just like a highlight, a really quick visual summary of what that larger post includes. So if you do it right and it's a compelling topic, people will click back to the original post. I have a post about how to turn, how to start a t-shirt line as a passive income source. And that post drives so much traffic. The infographic for that has been shared thousands of times. And I give all 10 of the steps in the infographic. But if you want resources and more details about how to do those steps, you have to come back to the regular post. So don't sleep on infographics. Number six, create micro content for social media. And you're probably already doing this, but micro content is just the smaller snippets of information shared from a larger piece of content. So think click to tweets or pull quotes, audio snippets, 60 second video teasers. These are all pieces of micro content for social media. And all of your micro content should link back to the original post or the original video. So think about ways that you can pull little compelling pieces of information, things that are going to help people engage or quotes that really stood out from the larger piece or something really neat that you think your audience should know about this piece, pull it out, put it in a format that's appropriate for the platform that you want to share it on and then link it to the original post or include a call to action for people to read more about this thing on the original post. Finally, number seven is webinars. Webinars are still great for list building and selling. So if you have a popular blog post, a podcast, or a series of them, it's great to add even more value and dive deeper into the topic by using a webinar. So invite your audience to learn more about this topic on your webinar, knock it out the park, maybe even pitch them at the end of the webinar if you have a related product to sell. But... Again, we're talking about repurposing content. So once you have that webinar done and you have the replay, you can use the replay as an opt-in on the original post. So you can put it on your original post and say, if you want to know more about this topic, I have this 45 minute, this hour long webinar about this topic. Leave your email address so that you can watch the replay. So this is, again, another great way to get more mileage out of a piece of content You can even use that replay as the beginning of a sales funnel. It's up to you. The sky is not the limit here. I also don't want you to forget that you should be resharing your strongest performing content on a regular basis. And you can easily see which of your content is performing the best 
by using your analytics. So if you have a website, Google Analytics is free, but all of the platforms that you're using on social media generally have analytics built in. If you're using some type of social media scheduler, they have analytics built into them. So take a look and see what things are people engaging with the most and make sure you give those things priority in your social media scheduler so that, again, you're getting the best bang for your buck for this content. Lastly, I want to let you know, I have a content remix cheat sheet in the show notes for this episode. So if you go to keepchasingthestars.com backslash 27, the content remix cheat sheet is free. It's available on the website. So go and pick that up. It gives you these seven ways plus some additional ways to remix and repurpose your content. And it's a one page quick printable. So it's something that you can refer to over and over again. So if you're interested in that, keepchasingthestars.com backslash two seven. Those are the show notes and you can pick that up there. So I would love to know, like, what do you guys think about this series? Did you like it? Do you feel like you have a better handle on how to create your content better and be a better content creator? I would love to know. I would love to have your feedback. You can email me at hello at keepchasingthestars.com. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, in between time, pick up the content remix cheat sheet and I will see you guys next week. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.